Greetings, Resident Baxley. Identification number 44094. I am Sayer. And you have been removed from the infirmary and brought here today in response to your actions on floor 59. You are here to receive accolades for your bravery. This is, in some ways, a celebration. Since your actions caused you to miss Falafel Night, kitchen staff has been kind enough to prepare something for you outside of designated mealtime. It is not, in fact, Falafel, but they are a creative group, and I imagine whatever they have prepared for you will be just as special. Rest assured, the kitchen staff on floor 59 have received significant re-education on the subject of fire safety. Kitchen fires start so easily, resident. Please sit and, as they say, dig in. Congratulations are in order, resident. This will reflect positively on your upcoming quarterly evaluation. The award for uncommon heedlessness is likely not something of which you've heard. Aerolith is not in the business of handing out awards regularly, for reasons I hope will become clear to you very soon. Residents are expected to do as they are told. This is, in the end, all that Aerolith asks. Efficient employees, equipped with a base level of amicability, so that they might work well with their fellow residents. As the idiom says, like a well-oiled machine. It is a simple request. Mid-level alert. Residents are advised to stay away from Wing C on floor 14. A chemical spill in room 10 has compromised the integrity of the flooring. Residents are reminded that access to floor 13 is strictly forbidden. Lack of a physical barrier between floors is not an excuse for visiting floor 13, and violators, should they survive intact, will be reassigned. On occasion, some residents begin to show a certain amount of initiative. This is admirable at times. Desire for work, desire for responsibility. These are highly prized traits by Aerolith when they occur in moderation. Employees who show such initiative often rise through the tiers quickly. Demonstrating a devotion to the Aerolith goal of providing a better life among the stars can carry you far. However, there is a phrase from past Earth days that I doubt you are familiar with, but it is important that you become acquainted with it. The phrase was an old Hebrew word, Deinu, part of a song celebrated during a ceremony called Passover. Roughly translated, it means, it would have been enough. 
It is a song about being grateful, resident. A giving of thanks for an unexpected benefit. Low-level alert. All infirmary-based medical personnel are asked to please report to Floor 6. All portable medical equipment is to be transferred as well. This is a priority. Residents of the East Wing have cleared their cubicles for infirmary staff use. All employees of Floor 6 are reminded that this is not free time and work is to continue as normal in Recreation Room 24 despite the lack of overhead lighting. Consider this a challenge to your senses. Depriving the body of one sense can strengthen the others. Perhaps a lack of sight will enable you to listen to directions better. Resident Baxley, it would have been enough to hit the fire alarm. It would have been enough to warn others. It would have been enough to walk away from the fire and proceed to safety, protecting Aerolith's investment in you. Aerolith would have been grateful. But no, resident. It was not enough for you. You had to do more. You had to risk yourself. For what? A few Tier 1 employees. You are a scientist, not a rescue technician. And what you did was dangerous. Reckless. It would have been enough but not for you. It would have been enough to risk yourself, but you also risked others in leading a group of residents to assist you in your half-baked rescue plan. Statistically speaking, you should have died. All of you. It was mere chance that you escaped before the carbon monoxide began to outweigh the oxygen in your system. While I am told that inhalation of poisonous gases is a fairly peaceful way to die in comparison to others, I still consider it inadvisable. Aerolith has strict safety protocols. Asset Protection has worked very hard on these protocols, designing ideal responses to various scenarios. An incredible amount of data and effort has been used to shape these disaster responses. I have no doubt that when forming their fire protocols, which can be viewed in the extended resident handbook on your datapad, Appendix A, they at one point considered what you did as an option. Then, I can only assume, they promptly moved on from such a hazardous plan. Aerolith is grateful for your services, resident, but your behavior was unforgivably irresponsible. Low-level alert. 
All residents who find themselves in need of medical assistance are asked to report to Floor 6, where a makeshift infirmary has been set up. The infirmary is closed for the time being. Forming a line outside the door is not an option, and the cleaning staff are beginning to complain about the blood pooling on their new tile. Humans, especially on Earth, are obsessed with inspirational phrases. Perhaps those phrases are needed to keep them going amid their miserable Earth-stained existence. But you need to learn, resident, that your actions do not give you weight. Mass and gravity do. Your world does not shrink and expand in proportion to your courage. It shrinks and expands in accordance with airless guidelines. What doesn't kill you does not make you stronger, and in fact may simply be sizing you up for a second try. Priority Alert all rescue teams within Halcyon Tower are asked to report to Floor 14. Repeat, all rescue teams. This is a priority emergency. Cease all other operations. Hazriel suits can be obtained from the Temporary Incident Command Center in Wing A. Airlift HR employees spend much of their time determining where residents are best utilized. As Mimir 9 circles Typhon, the Human Resources staff is hard at work considering where any given resident might succeed best. While occasionally their logic may produce a flawed choice, it is a rare occasion. If you would have best served Aerolith in a high-level extraction team, I assure you, you would have been placed there. If you had been placed there, you would right this moment be making your way to Floor 14, along with the rest of Halcyon's rescue teams. You would be working to mitigate the ongoing disaster, attempting to save what remains of the division between Floor 14 and 13, and extracting all remaining residents. Perhaps you would be one of the few chosen to make a salvage attempt below the floor line. But here you sit, resident, a Tier 6 researcher who specializes in biomedical engineering. While Aerolith appreciates initiative, it cannot tolerate heroism. Heroes stand outside the norm, and this is a place where status quo keeps things running smoothly. There is no room for heroes in a place where normalcy barely succeeds in keeping chaos at bay. Heroes are dangerous. They possess a strange sort of courage, unlike that of average humans. And that courage can lead them to do unpredictable things. It is a courage that lacks control. For instance, despite this discussion, you might be irrationally tempted to make your way to the infirmary 
where as we speak, another fire has broken out. Kitchen fires start so easily, resident. It is incredibly unfortunate that all rescue teams are currently engaged in a priority mission. The very people you worked so hard to rescue are in danger once again. Judging by your reaction, that temptation is a very real problem for you. Aerolith would like to remove that for you. As I said, Resident, it is a courage that lacks control. Let us return to the hypothetical scenario where you were placed on a rescue team. Would you be willing to follow orders and deal with the task at hand? Or would you instead go to the infirmary in an attempt to rescue those burning there? The threats in both places are very real. But Erlith has evaluated the situation on floor 14 as a more immediate threat. So immediate and pressing that all personnel have been called in, as you heard in the alert. The infirmary kitchen will burn itself out of oxygen. That area has been sealed. But the barrier between floors must be saved. Some humans have likened courage to a fire that burns inside of you. I find this simile useful. Harnessing the exothermic chemical process of combustion in any given setting can be incredibly useful. When fire is contained and controlled in a laboratory setting, it aids in uncountable ways. But when that fire burns unchecked, well, given what you've seen over the last few hours, I would say you're all too well versed in what happens then. While these reasons alone would be enough to explain Erlis's need to eliminate heroes, there is an even more important reason. Perhaps the most important reason. Heroes will always be fallible until they cease to be human. No hero stands up to scrutiny. The pedestal they are put on always collapses eventually, and the higher the pedestal, the harder the fall. You cannot stay a hero forever. If this behavior were to continue, one day you would fail. If the door to this room were to unlock and you made your way down to the sealed infirmary, what would you do then? Attempt to break in? Even if you could, what then? How would you rescue them? You would do well to remember that dead heroes don't save anyone, resident. Worse, you may live. From what I understand, failure on a scale that large, with stakes that high, is very hard to live with. Even with that knowledge, as you sit here, your resting heart rate is elevated far beyond the normal. You have begun to sweat. Your left leg has begun tapping incessantly. Abnormal amounts of adrenaline are circulating through your system. You are experiencing equal parts anxiety and excitement. 
There is no masking this. While those addicted to adrenaline rushes are dangerous, there are far worse substances to develop a dependency on. Airlith cannot risk you becoming addicted to the feeling of being a hero. Praise is the most destructive substance humans are tempted by. It is statistically likely that you will continue to look for opportunities to prove yourself. The rush of endorphins you receive from your acts of pseudo-altruism are a dangerous high. Erlith is here to remove that temptation from you. These acts of bravery, this initiative, will be noted on your record. You will not, however, remember any of this, nor will those who witnessed your actions. This is a very special lab, resident. It contains the only device of its kind in Halcyon Tower. There are others in Airless possession, but they are in far more secure facilities. While we still have some time left together, let me congratulate you on your award, resident. You will find yourself promoted when you awake. I hope that you will be content in your new position with your new responsibilities. Lab 77 is in need of a new researcher of your caliber. There you will find fulfillment without the dangerous acts of heroism. I am sure of it. You will not miss these memories. As for your fellow residents in the infirmary, judging by the signals I am receiving from their neural implants, they are now incapable of missing these memories. Do not mourn their loss. Look upon the metaphorical bright side and rest easy now knowing that there is no longer anyone down there to save. There is now one less temptation. Until next time, I am Sayer, and you would do well to remember, if you could, that it would have been enough. End of transmission in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Sayer is voiced and produced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled Day New, was written by Ashley Shadowbrook. Follow her on Twitter at ShadowbrookAsh. Music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. For more of his work, visit Mainfinger.com. Sayer is a part of the Geekly Inc. network. Given your unbridled enthusiasm for airlift dynamics, there is currently a 97.3% chance you will enjoy some of the other great shows on the Geekly Inc. network. Shows such as Cthulhu and Friends, Drunks and Dragons, Cast of Thrones, Top 5 of Death, and Dreadful Thoughts. While you are wasting away the precious moments of your life flittering away on the internet, perhaps rate us on iTunes. A 5-star review would be most satisfactory. Or consider donating to the Patreon Fund at 
patreon.com slash sayer. Aerolith Dynamics hereby vouches to use any funds donated through this initiative for the betterment of all humanity, or at least a very specific subsection thereof. And it is your duty as a resident to follow Aerolith Dynamics on Twitter at I am Sayer. The following highly advanced residents are everything you should aspire to be. John Caulfield, Alana Sass, Maxwell Nelson, Landon Smith, AOD Industries, Fred Greenleaf, Michael and Melissa Lane, and Matthew Morris.